Thank you for tuning in. This is Matt Sanchez of the Mile High Show. You're listening to episode number 178. I am recording this out on my front porch, so if you hear any uh, any uh, outside noise, that's why. It's a beautiful day out here in Chino Valley, just north of Prescott, Arizona. We have entered into what, uh, what we call in this part of the state, or in, in the southwest, the monsoon seasons, although I'm sure... Uh, any of you from uh, the South Seas or the tropics would uh, would not consider these monsoons. I don't know. It's our wet season. It's our it's our rainy season. We get the bulk of our our moisture and our rain in the summertime, and right now it's about ninety seven, ninety six, ninety seven degrees out. I'm looking out uh, east from my porch, and a lot of a lot of gray clouds out there right above me. Is all black. There's a slight breeze going through. It's cool. Feels cool out here. But it is muggy and it's hot. But we're not getting any rain yet. We got a little bit yesterday. Uh, we actually got a little bit just before we plugged in the recorder two days ago on Thursday, uh, the 5th of July, uh, when I sat down in Prescott at Granite Mountain Brewery to talk with today's guests. And those guests are... First off, Drew Hall, no stranger to the show. He's been on several times. Great guitarist here in the area. Uh, he plays with a, with a bunch of different folks, um, most notably the Cheek Tones and the uh, Hall-Teschner duo that have been on the show before. Anyway, he plays with a lot of folks, including Blaine Long, former uh, uh, contestant and performer on The Voice, the, the televised talent show based out of Phoenix, and Marcus Whedon. Uh, the, the three of them sat down with me, minus one of their group, Mr. David Liebman. Liebman? I'm sorry. I, I'm, David, I'm sorry if I'm getting your name wrong. David uh, uh, was discussed in the show. I... I I blew his nickname, and anyway, you'll hear. Anyway, but the three of them, uh, Blaine Long, Marcus Whedon, and Drew Hall, along with David, make up the quartet Rosas Del Rey, and they are uh, coming to the Elks Theater on August 11th. You can go to—let me pull it up here. PrescottElksTheater.com is the place you get those tickets. You can also find out information of that show at BlaineLong.com. And then Marcus Whedon has his own page, MarcusWhedon.com. Uh, the, the group of these guys have played with uh, just – ooh, did you – I don't know if you picked that up. Some thunder out in the distance. Anyway, uh, the, the, the guys that I sat down with, Marcus, Blaine, and, uh, and Drew, all play with a number of different groups, a number of different incarnations of musicians around here uh, and through the South – well, all over, actually. And they talk about some of their, uh, their, their gigs, both good and bad, uh, how they got into the music, how they all came together, and how they came up with the name – Rosas Del Rey, and uh, it is a very interesting and touching story that Blaine relates. So so please stick around. It was a lot of fun talking with these guys. Like I said, I've known Drew for a while, gotten a chance to interview him uh, multiple times, and uh, and I, I apologize, I'll apologize right now to Drew. 
he didn't do a whole lot of talking. We we got a chance to hear from Blaine. Uh, I was anxious to sit down with him anyway, and uh, and Marcus chimed in some there, but uh, but uh, you're going to hear a lot from Blaine, and I like that. He's a very interesting guy, great uh, great backstory, and I'm I want to sit down, Blaine. If you're listening to this intro, I want to sit down with you again because one of the subjects we didn't broach that we talked about a little bit before we plugged in, and then after as you guys were setting up was your. Uh, Love and appreciation for the great Tom Waits, and uh, I am a big fan of his as well. So maybe we'll sit down and talk uh, talk the grittier side of music and uh, and inspiration, and uh, talk about some Tom Waits favorites because, like I said, he is one of my favorites. And uh, and as a storyteller, as a as an artist, as a songwriter, you mentioned he is one of yours as well. So maybe we'll sit down and do an all Tom episode. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, we sat down. Uh, at Granite Mountain Brewing just the other day and recorded this. So thank you to the good folks at Granite Mountain. Uh, Show notes have a link to their site. So check them out. Great spot to just hang out. Uh, A lot of beers and uh, ciders and wines they got going there, mostly local, as well as just a a room full of games. You can uh, sit down on a couch with some friends or or, uh, at the tables there. It's a small place, but great spot to just hang out and pick up. They got Uno cards, dominoes back in. They got a lot of stuff in there, so it's just a great spot to hang out. Granite Mountain Brewing. The uh, the link is in the notes there. Check them out. It's a great spot. And uh, go through the archives at MileHighShow.com because I sat down with the brewmaster and one of the owners oh a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, that was a fun episode as well, recorded right there, Granite Mountain. So go to MileHighShow.com and search those archives and listen to my back ep- episodes with Granite Mountain Brewing as well as with Drew Hall. And uh, and find out a little bit more about Drew if you don't know about him. Uh, Rosas Del Rey has a new... Um, a new release, an EP of five songs, and that's what you heard on the intro. You'll also hear on the outro. I'm not sure which ones I'm going to plug in yet. Probably Black Cat. So you might have, Black Cat might have been one of those. Uh, check them out. You can get that EP called Uno uh, anywhere you get great music, including Amazon. Use that Amazon link there at milehighshow.com. All right, we're going to get right into the episode after I'm, I've already rambled. What have I gone? About seven, eight minutes here. I don't know. Uh, but before we do, I want to give you our sponsor for the day. Again, don't forget PrescottElksTheater.com for the August 11th show featuring, well, you'll hear all about it, Rosas Del Rey, of course, the Cheek Tone Trio, uh, Walt, and Walt Richardson and Friends. So it's a ton of folks playing. Drew Hall will be pretty much on stage from start to finish, and it'll be a great, great time. Now, Excuse me. This is our sponsor for the day. I want you to pay close attention to to what I'm going to say right now because this is our sponsor of the day. It's actually what I like to call an anti-sponsor. We've only had one or two of those in the past, and that is when somebody uh, gives us such horrible service that uh, we, one, don't want you to patronize them, but we want to give you some information so if you are a friend of the show, you can let them know how you feel about the way they treated me, treated us. Uh, Several weeks ago, I was involved in an accident, nothing major, a little slight fender bender. Uh, I was at a stop sign, and I was rear-ended. I contacted my insurance company, 
And uh, she suggested, well, if you have any troubles, uh, get, let's do it together. But, but reach out to the insurance company of the person that hit you. And let's see if we can't uh, get it. That way you don't have to file a claim with us. You don't have to worry about your deductible and nothing. And so my insurance company, my agent, and I sat down on a conference call or on a, on a speakerphone call with the good folks at today's anti-sponsor, GEICO. GEICO Insurance. Now, we spoke with the rep at GEICO. This was on the May 24th. The accident was on the 23rd. I was assured, no, you do not have to go through your insurance agent, but thank you for uh, reaching out to her. We will take care of everything. We have reviewed the claim. We have reviewed the statements by the gentleman who hit you, and we are at fault. We know that. You were stopped, and he hit you. We're so glad you're not injured, but let's take care of your car. We'll get you taken care of as soon as possible. That was the last nice conversation I had with Geico. It is now, what, six weeks later, seven weeks later? They have ignored all phone calls. They have ignored emails. When we have contacted them, they would be able to make contact with them. They have requested everything from, and I am not joking, they have requested written statements on how the accident happened. They have asked for, as soon as they found out that I was on my way to work during the accident, they wanted to know who I work for. They wanted to know when they found out I was self-employed. They wanted to see contracts of the people I was working for, invoices. They asked for W-2s. They've asked for uh, last year's uh, tax returns. They wanted to see contracts and invoices with my clients going back six months. Makes no sense. Their inspector claims that he viewed a police report that does not exist because Prescott PD does not do police reports for accidents not involving criminal activity or suspicious things like hit and run or DUI. So he lied to me about seeing a police report. When I called him on that, his literally 30-second inspection of the vehicle didn't encompass anything. Uh, the guy was incompetent in his job. The supervisors that he works under have proven to be incompetent as well. I, what I'm gathering is that they want to throw every request at me, making me go through my wife and I go through and provide them with so much information. I think what they want is us to just give up and and uh, and and ignore this issue, but it, it's going to be about fifteen hundred bucks worth of damage, if not more, on the vehicle. And we want them to fix it, and they are refusing after their guy rear-ended me. A guy who I made—I'm not going to say his name because he's been kind of benign in all this, but he did admit to me that while we were waiting there on the side of the road, that just a few months ago, he hit somebody else. And prior to that, a year or so ago, he hit somebody else. He has been at fault for like three accidents in the last couple of years. But this is what I'd like you to take away from this. If you are bored and you're looking for some entertainment and you're interested in maybe finding out how insurance scams work, call this number. You ready? You got a pen? 480-225-5633. I'm going to repeat that. 480-225-5633. That is the cell number for one Nico Turi, the claims agent taking care or not taking care of my claim. Again, Geico Rep 
Inspector Nico Tori, T-U-R-R-E-Y. His cell number is 480-225-5633. Give him a call. Find out exactly what's involved in, uh, in wasting money. And if you are a GEICO customer, the difference in what they don't want to pay is about 500 bucks. You may say that's not much, but I don't have an extra 500 bucks laying around. So if you are a GEICO customer, I want you to know they have spent well over $10,000 in dodging calls, transferring us from one agent to another in their manpower alone, seven weeks wasted, more, well over ten grand to fight $500. Now think about that. That thousands of dollars they are wasting over a couple of a few hundred dollars is paid for by you, the Geico customer. Want to drop Nico an email? Feel free. N as in Nico, as in Nora, Turi, T-U-R-R-E-Y. Again, N Turi at Geico.com. His cell number, 480-225-5633. Send him a message and let him know that uh, he is uh, an incompetent and uh, he's very good at dodging calls. Let me put it that way. But uh, uh, in my couple of days of airing this frustration on uh, local social media, I have been contacted by a half a dozen people or so who have had to deal with him in this area in the past. And evidently, this is his modus operandi. His M.O. is to... Uh, lag and wait and waste until you, the customer, give up. <laughs> I ain't doing that. So give old Nico a call again, 480-225-5633, or email him, ntori at com. Let old Nico Turi know that, uh, that uh, he is wasting valuable money and valuable time, and you don't appreciate it now. Okay, if you made it through that whole mess, sit back and enjoy my conversation with Marcus Whedon, Drew Hall, Blaine Long, Rosas Del Rey. Uh, their new EP is Uno, recorded at, this show was recorded at Granite Mountain Brewing, and check them out at the Prescott Elks Theater on August 11th. sitting down. I know you guys got a show coming up in just a little bit, so we're squirreled away in the back seat of uh, Granite Mountain <laughs> Brewing. So, yes. so thank you to the folks at Granite Mountain also for letting us take up space. Yes. Yeah. Let's just go around. Drew, first off, want to know where everybody can find you guys. Yeah. Let's get it right off the bat. Twitter, Instagram, website, Facebook, wherever. Drew. I'm going to pass it to Blaine first. Ah. Oh, dear Lord. I was yeah. just That's because he do forgot. I even, do I even? Well, I was, as you said it, I was like, what do, do I know? I think you my, have more of them. I think it's you Blaine know. Long Music uh, is, is yeah. my Instagram. Twitter and Thank Instagram. You. Yeah, Blaine Long yeah, the Music. Twitter is yep. the one I didn't know. So. Yep. Yeah, I don't really, I don't do the tweeting anymore. I'm kind of yep. lazy with that. I just kind of share. I don't, I don't know how this, I, mean, I feel like a caveman, but I feel like, <laughs> what is, what is, Twitter doing? I don't know. Right. I like what, pictures. What? I'm very simple minded. Give me a it, picture. We do a lot of Instagram. A lot of Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Twi- plain long music. But yeah, Twitter yeah. is electronic graffiti in the bathroom wall. That's the yes, way it is for yes. me. Exactly. It's what can, I feel like scribbling down and <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> anyway. But yeah. And then yeah. Uh, blainlong.com. Blainlong.com. You gotcha. got it. Absolutely, Marcus. Yes. 
<laughs> Where, are, are you incognito? You just a I'm not man? incognito. No, we have to let our figurehead Blaine speak because it is his name, Blaine Long. And we're part of Rosa yeah, Del Rey. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but, when, uh, when it's a band show, it's I'm posting for all of us. Gotcha. It, it is yeah. us. You yeah. know, so. and then okay. we, you Drew, know, we share. Drew, Drew has a couple other projects, and Marcus yeah, yeah. plays with Walt as well as Drew. Yep. Walt Richardson, yeah. which is a good friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're part of other projects, and I think you have your. Now I can't say the name. What is the name? Oh well, we, it's it's a secret right now. Right now we're going to call secret. it the, the Teshner Hall Group, featuring <laughs> Gigi Gonaway and Malin Hawk. It's kind of like a kind of like a rap video. It's a really long name. We're going to debut a new name when we have our little EP coming. Sounds out like a law firm. Yeah. It does sound like yeah. a law firm. Yeah. Yeah. STA is one of the in trouble. Call Malin Hawk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. STA. <laughs> going to get those bus stop or the uh, the bus benches and exactly. get those ads on there. Yeah. Do you have any social media accounts, Marcus? Or I do have a social media account under Marcus Whedon. Whedon? Spell that for us. W-E-E-D as in David, E-N. Nice, nice. I do have a website under that name as well. I'm a singer-songwriter and artist, yes, but in this capacity, I am a bass player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And songwriter. And songwriter. The backbone. The yes, backbone. The backbone of the band. Very true. Yes. All right, Drew Hall. Yeah. All right. Drew Hall guitar. Yes. Yes. All right, so what I should say, <laughs> we have a couple of the reasons that we're on, and thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. One is Elks Theater that we're doing on Saturday, Boom. August 11th. Yes. The lineup, we start off with the Cheek Tones Trio, which is Don Cheek, Gary Euchre, and myself. Vocal harmony, acoustic stuff. The Eucharista. Right, Harmony's there are kill. some Eucharistas. Gary yes. still scares me. I have uh, yet to have a conversation. Gary, oh, he's him. a great dude, man. <laughs> no, no, he terrifies me. <laughs> he's he's mellow. I see him. No, yeah. there's a story really? behind that. Okay. We'll get uh-huh. this. Is oh, really? This is no. great. I love it. That's okay. He won't hear this. He's never online, no. so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's been on Facebook once since 2019, you know, 29 or whatever. I've, I've had a few conversations with Wes Williams about Gary. Nice. And uh, and the 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 terror that he that he has put into my heart. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Gary. By the way, is an excellent singer songwriter, yeah. and he does his solo gigs. He does his thing. He just doesn't really let people know about it. He, you know, he plays, <laughs> and he, if people show up, they show up. If they don't, they don't. And he's fine either way. You know, but he's really he's got some great songs. Yeah. I, I didn't mean, know that he know? plays out. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he plays as a I've solo. I've heard that he writes great stuff. Yeah, he, man. he always Killer just singer. has has this intense look on his face. Mm-hmm. He's thinking. Yeah. And yeah. He, when I photograph, that's my background. I'm a photographer by mm-hmm. trade. And when I photograph you guys, either the trio or the cheek tones, or oh, yeah. or when he sat in on on people, use and you know I try and stay out of the way. But Drew, you'll always kind of give me a nice little look, and you'll play to me for yeah. a second right. while I'm while I'm shooting. Others the same. Uh, Don usually gives me a little nod. Yeah. Uh, Wes does a full blown solo dance move. I don't know what he does, but New Orleans style. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans style. <laughs> is that yes. what it's called? Yeah. Pre or post Katrina? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gary looks at me as if I've just kicked his puppy. Well, Every well, single time. But did you time. kick his puppy? No, I have not. Now do you? Not, not even once. Did, okay. Never. But he, he just has this look about him yeah. as he's drumming away there. like, And, and I know this isn't the case, or oh, I yeah, hope no. this isn't the case, no, no, yeah. that why are you doing this? Get away from me. And he just gives <laughs> me this nasty look. So I, have in, I was doing an interview actually here. When I was with the, the owners here yeah, he a couple of years ago, yeah, yeah. and his name came up, and I says, yeah, the guy, he, he just kind of intimidates me. He scares me Pretty a little bit. Intense. And as I'm talking, 
my eye links with him, and he was sitting right in that chair right there, <laughs> and he was just staring at me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was going to say, and, maybe he has to go to the bathroom. And like, it's behind, behind the he's like, hey, like, man. It's hard to get out sometimes. So maybe he just needs a potty break, but it sounds like that's not the case. And, and yeah. a couple of other times, in the course of me explaining to somebody, yeah, the guy kind of, he, he just kind of intimidated. I'll look up. And another time we were at, uh, I was sitting down interviewing somebody at the St. Michael's there right at the little window. Is he always there? No, he was just walking past (laughs) as I was saying it. So I expect to see him at any minute. He he does. He he may be here. That's why they call him the dude. Yeah, Yeah, serious. like a really good singer. Man, the 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 midget. But you guys guys are starting it out. So it's the trio. Yes, we're starting it out. It's a trio. And then after that, we got our band here, Blaine Long and Rosas Del Rey. So the cool thing is, this is the first Elks Theater of the band. Nice. Last year, um, Blaine, mm-hmm. we played, but yep. it was it'd be really before we formed the band as it is yeah. right now. There was definitely also chemistry. Have, yeah, and, and we everything David was good, Lindman. but it was a little. It was pretty different. This, yeah, this more like around. more like a singer songwriter with an accompanying band. Yes. Uh huh. Whereas this this is like a band. The band. full blown yes. the full deal. Yeah. Now, now again, yeah. who's who who's the lineup? All for right. Rose's story. Well, myself, um, yep. Andrew, yep. Marcus, and then there's a guy uh, we call Creamy Dave. Creamy Dave. <laughs> yes. Creamy Dave on the drums. There's a story to that. Let, there let is. It. is every drummer just creepy now? No, no, no. Not creepy. Creamy. 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 But now, but now he is going now to be creepy, oh, Dave. creepy Dave. So thank you guess for what? that. Because yeah. most Dave. Dave's given us I've hours known. of Sorry, jokes man. now, so this is yeah. great. Most Dave's I've known have been a little creepy. But you said <laughs> not creamy. this Dave. Creamy. He's creamy. creamy. In, the, in, oh. in the valley, down in the valley, everybody knows him as Creamy Dave. We were we were playing a show in Mexico, and I these girls walk by Creamy. They're just yelling <laughs> out to him. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows him as Creamy Dave, and most people know him. Nice. He's, he's, nice. he's a. Uh, yeah, he's he's an amazing uh, drummer and and he uh, definitely holds us together and he's a good dude. So nice. Yeah, but that's that that is the lineup. That's the what lineup. style music? What you guys we're, that. Uh, we're this and this is it. Here. We're rock and roll, yeah. Americana, and soul. So it's kind of all yeah. intertwined and intermixed into all those songs. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. Uno's the the release. This yep, is our is, first, the first debut release. Yeah, group, okay. Group effort. Oh, this is brand new. Eighteen. Brand new. Brand new yeah. As of last month. Where yeah. can they get it other than live shows? Uh, iTunes. 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 Google Play. Any anything digital that's floating around out there. It's it's there. Can, is it available you know. on Amazon? I believe so. Well, in that case, you go be. to milehighshow.com and use that oh, Amazon right, link. That's right. I remember. There we go. And there they get go. it that way. So if you're listening and you want to hear some great music, and put a couple of bucks in my pocket, that works because it. it Allows me to buy uh, coffee stout is what. <laughs> nice, <laughs> man. No. You work for coffee stout. Yeah. Okay. I dig it. All right. But yeah, after, so after we play, then it's Walt Richardson and Friends. Nice. And as uh, so Walt Richardson and Friends is Walt Richardson. Yes. Of course. That would be yeah. necessary for Walt Richardson and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> then myself on guitar, Marcus on bass, and then Gigi Gonaway on drums. That, we've talked about so Gigi. You got, yeah. Gigi, Gigi. So you guys are basically on stage. Drew specifically, well, I'm on the whole time. You're yeah. on the entire time. Yeah. I figure if I'm going to promote a show, I'm going to yeah. get to play it too. Yeah. So, you know. how do you like the Elks? Love it. Isn't Love that, the Elks. It, Beautiful man. Just walking into that place mm-hmm. and feeling that history. Yeah. And uh, and just the whole feel of it uh, acoustically. How do you like as an as an audience member? Yeah. I've only seen a couple of music shows there. Loved them. Yeah. Obviously, you guys got a different ear for that. Is yeah. there a is there do you change up how you play when you're playing that that place as opposed to say 
uh, rhythm room or something like that. You got to mix it up a little bit. Really, I mean, you know, we have we have Ted Leonard doing sound for us, so he takes yeah, Prescott Pro Sound, yeah, Prescott Pro Sound, and you yeah. know, Andrew Sharkey doing monitors yeah. and stuff, and so it's, I mean, it's it's all pretty easy. Pretty I, I would say we put out more energy. There's definitely more Is energy. It, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Every performer, like the good ones, I feel like they 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 rely on the sound. They, yeah, they hold back and they go, the sound guy's going to do his job, um, or the seasoned. The, I'm not saying good, but seasoned yeah. folks yeah. do that. I'm still at the point of when I have a big room, I'm like, oh, I got to fill this room. Oh, man. And everybody, we got to give all this energy out. And we really got to do yeah. it. Like, <laughs> and, and so, Well, that's theater. That's opera. That's yeah. how they yeah. do it. Yeah. You know? So we definitely play to the room. Like, the energy's, we're very excited for nice. the show. So oh, yeah. the energy's going to be pretty high. Now, so. how, how, how many seats in there? 486. Utilizing the front. You can have a dance floor. You can have seats in there. What's what's, uh, the, what's the plan? There'll okay. be dance floor. So there'll be basically 480. There's 500 seats. Nice. 486, nice. but there's 14 that are not available for you know gotcha. where the soundboard yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, Some obstructed view kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 486 is, and last year we sold 466. We're 20 nice. from selling out. So this year, you know, of course, we want yeah. to sell out. Already on sale. On at, sale. At, through Elks, you doing them through other venues or other avenues? Just through the through the Elks okay, site. I'll put a and link then, in the show. Yeah, notes put a link. Perfect. And I actually on Facebook when I share it, I have a link mm-hmm. that I keep in my phone that nice. I just send to everyone. Nice. And I always every time I post about the event, yeah. I always put the direct link to the seats there. Perfect. perfect. This is really it's an evening. Like I, I yeah. that's what I really liked. Last year after after I was done playing, like I got to sit in back with with my wife. Yeah. And I never get to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just sit and watch a show with her. Uh, you know, let alone Walt Richardson and these guys. So it was such a treat. But yeah. it's, so it's like it's, it's really an evening. Yeah. And the vibes are so different. But yeah. yet we really do come together. Like I was just on the phone with Walt today. So Walt, you know, he's he's a friend of mine and ours of Rosa Storey. Yeah. Yep. And you know, we're a friend of his. And you know, it's just it's it's a really cool vibe in the room. At different yeah. different styles, but pairing together really well. Absolutely, to give a, a and, and there's a love. Like there yeah. really is a love and a respect between all of us. I think you can see it and hear it. You know, yeah. I don't know. How did the three of you guys hook up? And Dave, creamy mm. Dave, <laughs> all right. creamy. You want to go? M. You want me started? Or you guys? You can, yeah, yes, you can you start. S- you can start the story. All right. Yeah. So we were making this batch of meth. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Let me continue. And it got out of hand. Wait, and I of hand. happened to walk by. The, the, the trailer, the trailer went on fire. Dave, Dave evidently has other nicknames as well. <laughs> uh. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. no, um, we are. Um, I'm the king of horrible jokes. I apologize. We had to um, start in the in the yeah. '90s, like towards the tail end of the '90s. Yeah, right? the, in the late '90s, we, I was in a band called Jones Fracture. Um, don't judge. And uh, Marcus was in a band called Twig. Twig. And uh, you know, we were we were on the scene. Definitely one of the bands. Um, kind of part of, we had our own scene happening but anyway you know I saw Marcus and we D- get to know down people down in Phoenix down in Phoenix okay. right so we were playing and we were really going for it you know and um, my band broke up and his band broke up but it was like a marriage back then yeah. you know because we didn't play with other members this was our band this was our family but in the back of my head and even out loud at times I would say you know there was another drummer at the time that I picked but I said my dream rhythm section would be Marcus yeah. and this other cat this other cat turned out not to be so nice <laughs> Marcus came back in 2010. Well, 2009. 2009. That's when we started talking about. We started about working on producing. He produced a record for me. I yeah. kind of moved back to Arizona from California. I had moved around. So I hooked up with Marcus somehow. I don't know how, but I, I reached out to him. said, all right. I think through uh, MySpace. 
yeah, or something right. like that. I think we still do that. Don't we? Yeah. We message each other through MySpace still. Yeah, <laughs> we're the only people. No, well, no, don't that knock it. It's a great echo in there. Don't knock yeah. it. I was doing a, a really <laughs> long <laughs> upload, and I was stuck in my computer about three in the morning. And I, I went through and, and updated my MySpace page. <laughs> At first, yeah. I was shocked it still existed. Yeah, still Seven going. million <laughs> friend yeah, requests. Let, let that be a warning, children. No, it still no, exists. Nobody Everything liked me there, there neither. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but Marcus, Marcus produced that record for me. And, and we, you know, we hired some great musicians on that. But he produced it, played on it. And then uh, through over the years, you know, we kept getting back together. And then, uh, you know, said, you know, after the voice experience, it was time for a band. Yeah. Uh, of course, Marcus was my first pick. I didn't know anyone else, really. I mean, I knew of a lot of people I wanted, but he was first on the list. Yeah. And so let's build a rhythm section. So I get a call one day. Hey, he gave me a sent a texted over a picture of this guy playing on a, a drum kit with a big uh, suitcase for a kick drum. <laughs> That's right up my alley. I'm a huge Tom Waits. Like, let's make music oh. out of anything. Let's hit stuff. <laughs> I'm and, a big Waits fan. Are you? Yeah, we I'm might. We're gonna go that way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so he sent a picture of Creamy Dave playing on this suitcase kit. And I'm, he goes, this is the guy you want. And I go, I'm yeah. sold. I'm in. So I had a meeting with Dave, and off we went. And then the, you know, the next guy was Drew, who actually we met. It yeah. was started snowing here one night. <laughs> and uh, he came and just met us through, through Gigi, yeah. I believe. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of tangling the story of it. But through Gigi, he's, you got to meet this Drew guy. you got to meet this Drew guy. You gotta meet. I just kept hearing this Drew name, this Drew name. So we finished a gig up at, at the Raven. And uh, Drew showed up, and we started talking in the park. Just kind of met, yeah, right down on the street out here, off of Cortez, and the snow was coming down, and it was very cold. I think there was snowing, or yeah, it felt like yeah, it. it was, it was, yeah. yeah. We had just cheek tones that finished playing at Far from Yeah, Folsom, you were very cold. And it was like thirty something <laughs> degrees. <laughs> so we were playing on the patio outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. yeah. So, we, so with the separation thing, we did try another guitarist, but it just besides musically not working. It was Drew, Drew, Drew. That name yeah. was still always just kind of there. And then it was like, all right, man, if you can make, if we can make this distance thing work, long distance relationship yeah. here, yeah. you know. No, we're gonna ask him to plug his ears so his yes, ego doesn't do get it. too oh, out yeah, of bed. No, but no. does it get any better than Drew? <laughs> it's on guitar? Not, oh, it's pretty annoying. Goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? For me, for me, it's such a treat. Like I still geek out. I still get to look over to my left and I see him freaking out on the guitar, or 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 little things that he does that I. Yeah, that I'll listen back to a live recording. Someone will Facebook, and I'll listen for a minute. I'll be like, I was right there, and I didn't hear that lick. How cool was that? <laughs> nah. Like you just kind of listen back. So he's always thinking as he's just naturally reacting. So it is fun to watch. Him as play. an audience member and somebody who has zero music ability whatsoever, <clears throat> I'm just amazed that people can play instruments in general. Because right. it's I've tried. Yeah. As a kid, took lessons. It just didn't. It, I'm kind of there with you. I'm a songwriter. <laughs> So when I see these guys playing, it's it's amazing. And I know this isn't the case. Mm -hmm. I know there there's thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of work into it. Yes. But watching any accomplished musician and Drew specifically watching you play, it looks as though it, that's like how I chew gum. It just, it, you don't even think about it. It's just yeah. there. Uh, he, it looks so effortlessly that you're doing this. Now, having said that, I know it's not. Right, There's so right. much hard well, he work He put in there. the time, but he still puts in the time. He'll right. tell, yeah. he'll, he'll, we'll be talking on the phone. He's, I'm running through the record. I'm just running yeah. through the record. He still rehearses and practices. Yeah. Who does that? Someone as good as he is yeah. is still pushing themselves at their craft. So that that is very... It just feels good, and yeah. it, pushes, it pushes the rest of us. And, and to you know. see somebody put again, plug your ears, because it's going to get ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to see somebody do that 
and 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 show the love and respect for the art form. Yes. And then the flip side of that, he doesn't keep it to himself. No. He's got this history and this tr- chain of working with the up-and-comers and these kids in yes. the area. So mm-hmm. he's become, was- at a very young age, a legend in this area. Yes. And then to have that <laughs> spread out even more, okay, now you can gonna have to get him a what, bigger but, hat. But, but yeah. more importantly, more importantly <laughs> in the, on a top one, make it a top hat. Top hat. More importantly, <laughs> Drew's a nice dude. He's a yeah. nice dude. Like yes. that good. You, you should. That? I, I would Very wish humble. you would were a jerk. So then we got something to age exactly. you for. Right, do that. But yeah, then right. he's a nice guy too. <laughs> he's a, he's a and, nice guy and a Disney lover. You know that yes. kind of thing. Yes, it's it's like, true. <laughs> yes. yes. Covered, covered in tattoos, long hair, loves <laughs> right. Disney. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Scaring kids yes. at the Matterhorn. Yeah, my own. Person, Is the Matterhorn right? still yeah. exists? That's the last. Oh, sure. That's the last time I was at Disneyland. New Yeti, man. Yeah. It's a really scary one too. So what? The the name of the group. Uh, Ro- and I've got to keep looking. My brain doesn't yes, work. Yes, yes. Rosas Del Rey. Yes, sir. What, what's the genesis there? How did that come about? Lay out your arms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my boy. I adopted both of my both of my kids. This is my girl. Her middle name is Rose. And so, you know, how do you teach a, an adopted kid forever? How do you teach uh-huh. that concept to a four-year-old, a little three-and-a-half-year-old? You know, so when my daughter came home, she was saying, you know, on my next home or this or that. You know, because she was in the foster system. Okay, so, so it, I did have a tattoo before, and she would scrape it, knowing that she was. What is this? This is not going to come off. It's not marker. I go, no, baby, this is always forever. What's forever? Okay, you're never going to go to another home when you can scratch off. So I put a rose tattoo on my right forearm, and uh, when my boy came home two years later, his middle name is Ray R E Y, Little King. We don't have any other boys in the family uh-huh. with a long name, so so I actually got to sign up and get one. I made sure. <laughs> I made sure, and so just I got a little crown on my left hand, uh, forearm, and so you know when you can scratch that off, that's when you go to another home type of thing. Beautiful, this is forever. but it turned into how do you find a band name, man? <laughs> there almost are none left. They're, they're, they're yeah. all taken, and if not, like we got to get real gross, and I can do that, but it's not very appropriate. <laughs> not it's good not on the flyers, man. Yeah, yeah. So it was just kind of a play on that roses tell Ray, you know, the King's Roses kind of thing, and trying to. And I did a record called Ray, and I did a record called Rose. In the past, so this was just kind of bringing everything back together. Oh, how beautiful! Because yeah, you yeah. really show them the permanence. You are now yes. here. This is and this family. is home. You're under my skin. Beautiful. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, how old are they now? Uh, now my daughter is ten, and my boy is eight. Yeah. Okay. Now I think back to when I was thirteen, fourteen. In uh-huh. a couple of years, they're going to probably want to chop those arms off. Yes. And <laughs> yes. 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 And feed them to me. Yes. I, yeah. I've got an eight-year-old at home, and I cherish every minute because mm-hmm. I know in about six years he's yeah. not going to want to speak yep. to me, and he's going to want. Yep. I'm still getting hugs and kisses. Yeah. I'm still getting, you know, daddy hold me. You know, Beautiful. I'm still getting. I'm still getting all the fun stuff. So very yeah. nice. Life is good. And and what's great is about our band is we have two fathers. And we have two single yeah. cats. So. We're very family friendly, and we're very just. We just, we just want to play music. Yeah, you know, we just want to stay on the stage and keep playing and writing. So beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. we're very lucky. Now, what was uh, what was home life for you? You grew up in Phoenix, uh, Tempe, Tempe, Tempe yep, down in the yeah, valley. Yep, Musical family or a lot of brothers and sisters. What, Do you what have was it like? Time? Do you oh. have time? <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me move these. It's going to turn into a therapy side. session uh, real yeah, quick. <laughs> you can lay down if you'd like. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you know, um, growing up. You know, uh, real quick, I'll just spit it out as fast as I can. Uh, my pops used to drink quite a bit. And I only say that in a negative term, the sense that he didn't want to. He didn't, you know, just came. Now, just leaning on yeah. it like we all do. But he did a little bit more. In fact, he was a very happy drunk. When he was drinking, he would 
get in the car. We're going to Toys R Us. You steer. I'll do, <laughs> I'll do the pedals. Let's go get some new toys. You know, so uh, when, as the night would go on, my brothers would go to bed early. I was always a night kid, you know, a night owl. Yeah, where, where were you in line? San Jose, California, probably first grade. Kindergarten. Oh, San Jose? Yeah. They were born they, and raised. Okay. There we yeah. go. Yeah. But uh, where were you in the line of kids? Uh, I'm, I'm, young? I'm the youngest of youngest. three. Youngest of three. Youngest of three. So they would go to bed, and my mom would go to bed, of course. My dad was still p- drinking, still going at it, but he would put records on, you know, the big, yeah. the big family console. And so it would start with, like, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, a lot of Johnny Cash, it seemed. Then it would go into, the, like, the, the storytelling songs, the 1814, we took yeah. a little trip, all that kind of stuff. So I remember that. Just And then as he would get more buzzed or drunk or wasted or whatever you want to call it or happy it would go to classical then he shut the lights out and I would be the only one up and uh, so you'd have a cigarette and just kind of do his cigarette yeah. like a little bee flying around like a you know and so it was very romantic he'd fly to the bumblebee like he put on mm-hmm. classical and so we'd go through it all and the whole time my mom was thriller what was what was what was, <laughs> the, what was the Michael Jackson record with um, off the wall off the wall big one you know faces Rod Stewart you know, silly stuff like yeah. that, but also like great stuff. You know, small faces. I think she messed up and got a cool. So record. you grew up in the yeah. Thriller age. Beatles. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, now I feel old. Well, nah. I didn't grow up. I mean, I'm 42, but I mean, it was it was happening, and my older yeah. brothers were yeah. into it. And I remember when it was on television and Michael ja- Michael Jackson moonwalked. Yeah. I remember that, but I was barely old enough to remember it. You know, yeah. I, really I remember kinda. watching him on Bandstand when Michael was about this tall. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. I need to lay on the couch. That's the cool. Oh. That's, that. well, that's a that's a cool thing, man. Yeah, the Jackson Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my mom liked the pop stuff, and my dad liked that kind of stuff, and it would yeah. go to classical. And then and then real quick, we joined the church years later, a church. And my dad is either black or white, like you know, it's, it's all or nothing. Uh huh. He converted, like from eating steaks every night to now we are vegetarian slash vegan. To we don't do this on the Sabbath. Or, yeah. You know. Very, very strict. Embraced where, whatever he was grabbing yeah, onto at the yes, time. Yes, yeah. exactly. He was he was gotcha. a drowning man in his book. Yeah. You know? So so you know when you mention music, if you mention um, well, I won't say the joke, but yeah, he <laughs> do, he does not like music. Really, he will tell you I don't I don't like music. I don't even like new hymns at church and like really. Yeah. So he's he's kind of that guy. But the truth is. He does like music. Yeah. You know, just took a little booze. Come on, man. A little little coffee stout. A little <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of grew up with that, but also with a guilty feeling about music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even when I write songs today, I'll whisper them. I'll kind of just, I'm just by myself, and it's kind of a very personal thing, and I just kind of figure out a hook, and then I whisper them, and then... But when you come to the Elks on August 11th, August yes, 11th, he right. will not be whispering. He no will be whispering, giving it his all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm done. I'm, I like to I'm drop a little plug in every once in a while. Yes, yeah. August 11th. Yeah. No, no whispering at all. No whispering. <laughs> so when did you end up down in the valley from San Jose? Yeah, that was maybe 85 or something like that. How old were you then? I had uh, fourth grade. Okay, whatever so that kids, is. Yeah, just, grade school, yeah. Yeah, grade school. And so they put me in, threw me into a uh, two-room schoolhouse Whoa. down in the heart wow. of Tempe. So you're surrounded by all this cool stuff. I remember walking to school or skateboarding to school yeah. and seeing a Meat Puppets poster up. And uh, <laughs> gin blossoms and all that yeah. stuff. That you know, first of all, meat puppets poser. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, that's some yeah. crazy stuff. <laughs> it feels like you are on acid. Not kid yeah. friendly. <laughs> Not kid friendly. It's like that is a weird monster with five heads. <laughs> like I want to go to this show. Like what is this all about? So that was very exciting to see these posters up and then going to gigs and you know not going to gigs, but you know, kind of living in the heart there next to the college. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. When did you start playing? Ah oh, man. And what did Dad say? Well. 
I was out of the house, I think, by 14. Oh, okay. So it was kind of just, you know, I, I, I went uh, to a private school and stuff like that, yeah. and that didn't work out to the point of no GED even. Like, yeah. they just kind of like, it's either church or nothing. Uh, uh, out of the house, on your own? On my own. Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I, was li- I was living with a girl, my friend. My That's goodness. right. You're looking at a player. <laughs> so at 14 years old, yeah. living the rock and roll yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, it's probably probably 15 to be honest. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to steer you. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> So 15, yeah. No, I actually know. And he that was looks just like such a nice young man. He's a nice, he's a nice <laughs> boy. Oh, Little do he's we know nice the yeah. evil lurking yeah. be, below that yeah. dark T-shirt. Man. So that, so that, was, that was the start of it. And that, was, that was the whole deal was, you know, all this music was around me. And you feel this energy and Mill Avenue and having to walk past wow. that and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then I got a call from an old high school friend. Said, if you, if you play this talent show with me, because they were still in high school. Suckers. Yeah. And... Um, if you play this talent show, we'll give you this PA system, which was the oldest PA system yeah. down the man. Yeah, sure, vocal master. So I said, okay, yeah, there's, a, there's my way out of working on the auto body uh, <laughs> shop. So uh, I played the show, went to rehearsals, and uh, I, I earned myself a sure vocal master. Yeah, nice. So, and from there, just kind of band to band to band. Figured it out. Had you always been writing? You say you said yes. you're kind of a songwriter. Absolutely. That's, you're, Absolutely. You're strong suit. I either. have very strong memories of a... Um, Living in San Jose as a preschooler or, or first grade, I don't know, I think it was first grade, making up songs in my bedroom. Wow. Right next, you know. Any of those working their way into absolutely the playlist? Absolutely not. No, absolutely no? not. Nice. <laughs> hey, I don't want to scare you, Drew, but there's a really thug looking guy messing with your gear right now. Oh, good. Man. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Let's get him. There he is. I'm just glad he got, his, he got his short hair now. Is it Gary? <laughs> no, not Gary. It was run, Gary. I, run, he's, run. Looking, he's, he's coming for you. Yeah. Well, I'm no, taking up too much. No, yeah, I'm talking. no, no, yeah. no, not at all. Man. Yeah. How about you, Marcus? Music family, big family. What was the uh, music family? Yes. Um, Very I hail so. from Anchorage, Alaska. Oh my goodness. That's where I was born and raised. And so uh, I come from On purpose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going back there. We're going back. Yes. Really? Yes. We got some shows. Next month we where are, are playing heading, uh, the Palmer State Fair. Okay. Or it's the Alaska there, State Fair, but it's in Palmer. There's a, and I think it's up there, a, a, a club famous, infamous, I don't know how you, for both music and comedy. Ch- Chilku Charlie's? Chilku Charlie's, yeah. Yeah, you ever play in there? You I know. Are you, huh? you swearing? What's going on? Chilku Charlie's. <laughs> I can't Chill. even say that. Chill. 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 Coot. Coot. Charlie's. Yeah, oh, wow. some right. horror stories of comics that I know that have played there. Really? Yeah. Not, not for nothing wrong with the club. It's just some of the some of the co- clientele that goes in oh, for the comedy uh, shows. They they end up, uh, you know, three days later, don't know where they are. They're <laughs> they're out in the middle yeah. of the woods. Shanghai. See, an Alaskan sourdough like me, people call it chilkoots. That's <laughs> They don't say Charlie's. They just say Chilkoots. And yeah. everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah, but wow. I, was, I was a kid. I, I moved out by the time I was like 18 years what, old. What brought your family out there? Well, my father was uh, originally in the Air Force. Uh-huh. Um, and then after he got out of the Air Force, he worked for the Air Force uh, Civil Service. And so then... Um, and he played in the band, too. Yeah, my father uh, is a jazz slash R&B guitarist back in his day. Mm-hmm. He used to uh, play in this union band that would... Um, they would have artists that would come through, and yeah. um, you know they would have to have like a pickup band. Yeah, and so he was part of that, and so he got a chance to back up Solomon Burke, Etta James, Staple Singers, 
Um, so the headliner would come in and go, okay, we need the... Yeah, so he was part of We need the session that. guys. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah, neat. he was one of those guys. And so um, he's a real cool guy. <clears throat> Samuel. I'm Sam's son. Uh, Marcus. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, cool the kid. real cool yeah. thing about him is that he built our first house. And with our first house, he built a basement where he would actually have, like, all the walls lined with albums, just yeah. hundreds of albums. And then he would have his band rehearsals there. And so when I was just a little kid, I would sit underneath the piano, my mom's piano, and I would listen to their rehearsal while they're just like wow. jamming out and doing their thing. And, so it's in and your I'd DNA. fall asleep that yes, way. It is. That was yeah. kind of like my nursery. It wasn't a rhyme, nursery rhyme, but yeah. that's how I fell asleep. Your lullaby. lullaby. My lullaby. Yeah. lullaby. Yes. Yeah. And he, cool he, really is, he bleeds all this stuff out. Like yeah. all these influences that he picked up then, mm-hmm. they just they, they ooze out of him at all times. Like, that sounds gross. That sounds bad. No, no it's I know exactly. It's a good kind of it's a good yeah. ooze. It's, it's good, yeah. <laughs> But it's always, I mean, it's in and it comes out, and so we're very lucky, like, those nice. influences yeah, are Yeah, cool. and then, uh, so then that's my, my father, and then my mother, she's classical, and, yeah. uh, and she was the church organist uh, at the Catholic church I attended. And so but between those two, that's kind of like how I came through music, just yeah. between the two of their, uh, uh, you know, where they were coming from. Uh, musically, so but the then, different influences kind of forming. Yeah, yeah. So I I would listen to my mom play like a a Bach classical piece, and then at night I would hear my dad jamming, yeah. you know, jazz R and B with his group kind of thing. So I'd have the best of both worlds. What was the first uh, band you were in? What were you come on? Uh, come stuff on or? Yeah. Oh no, yeah. It's uh, no, it was no, no. called MME Junior. What is that again? M M E Junior. What and was the M- first song you played? Say it. I know what oh, this is. The first live song is. you played out. Oh, no. Uh, our first song we composed was called Eskimo Pie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did not say compose. <laughs> I did not say compose. First song you played. Play first out. cover song you played. Oh, what was my first song? Uh, co- oh, it was uh, Fallen Angel by Poison. That's right. <laughs> A poison song. Mine was Queen's Rag, Silent Lucidity. <laughs> Are so, either uh, of those making their way into the set list? Have they hoaxed? I, I, <laughs> No, <laughs> unless I love no, unless no. unless we sell out by tomorrow. <laughs> so we will learn. We will learn we'll both learn. of those. We will play Fallen Angel if all the tickets sell tomorrow. And Silent Lucidity, yeah. yes, yeah, back to back, yeah. back right in a dress, yeah. <laughs> in a dress. Wor- worst gig you ever played? Ooh. Well, do you want me to walk away for this one? Or? No, 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 no. <laughs> was, it, was it last night? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, the worst gig. Well, wow, that's. Probably, I, I, I know that's that's a hard one. What do you got, Blaine? What you got? Yeah, Blaine. Uh, Blaine's no, busting at the yours, seams. Your, your. Oh, mine first. You know what? It turned out bad at first, but then it turned good. Yeah. Oh. The story, well, it's a quick story on that is that this is After back in the, the last fire, it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the smoke cleared. It's very rough. Yeah. No, it was actually uh, back in Alaska. Um, I played my group that was doing like Poison stuff, Motley yeah. Crew, and so we uh, ended up doing this show uh, where we were booked with like three other heavy metal bands and they were doing like yeah. Iron Maiden and like you know Anthrax you and that kind of stuff poison. and we were right. here That's playing rough. this glam rock and we were just uh, like looking at these dudes with their arms folded like what were you wearing uh, and what was your hair like at the time oh you know what actually I had 
actually had this Wave Nouveau kind of uh, oh, nice. curl going on. Oh, Please nice. tell me there's pictures floating around. Oh, oh, yeah, I have to see that. Yeah, I have to upload that to Facebook. But uh, oh, MySpace. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? That way, no one will see it. Yeah. Actually, actually, with that gig, you know, it was yeah one of those things where you know these dudes, long-haired dudes with their arms folded, looking at us like we dare you to like try to like rock you know yeah. kind of thing yeah. and so but you know what i think all of us huddled and we just assess the situation like you know what guys obviously we're the odd men out we're just going to rock their faces off yeah. we're just going to do the best that we're going to do and ever since that point i mean we rocked them like they loved us and so you got them to turn and yeah. i learned hair. from that point there on that anytime i was in a situation where the odds were against us I always tell everyone, just rock your faces off. Be honest with what you're doing because, mm -hmm. you know, everyone will respect that. Yeah. yeah. What was the name of the group again? Uh, M at that time, it was called Influence. Okay. What was the other one you said? The first MME Junior. That was, that, that was when I was in junior high What school. did that stand for? What? That was Marcus, oh, okay. uh, Michael, and Eddie. Gotcha. Eddie was such a diva. Such a diva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, got, I've got you beat for worst gig. Go. Uh -huh. Two deaths. Oh my what, two, one, what? One near death. What? Was, were any what? of them in your band? No. It was a solo gig. I was what? playing downtown Phoenix. What's the, uh, the, the, the ladies' name park there where they have? They used to have uh, McDowell Mountain? Margaret uh, Hatcher. Yeah. Is that right? Hatch? C. Hatcher. Yeah. I know the way I played yeah. the center downtown. Murder yeah, Park. Yeah. It's called Murder. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot of outdoorsmen there. <laughs> Margaret T. Hance. Outdoorsmen. T. Hance. There were two overdoses oh during the show. Goodness. They got carried like. While I was playing, they said we're trying to reinvigorate. You know, we're trying to get get some. We're trying to get some action back in this park, and we're doing these weekly concerts. But sounds like they got enough action in that yes, park. So the, yeah, two of them they got they left. They overdosed <laughs> and they left, and, and it was not good when they That's left. That's horrible. It's wow. very horrible. But as a guy, I was just like, can we stop now? Like I was just like, are we? Can we finish the yeah. gig? They're like it's fine. Just keep going. We we won't let. We're just going to clear problem. the bodies out. This and is that just is an ab absolute happening. true story. Yeah. Wow. Man. Yeah. And wow. I, you know what? Now, now that I'm thinking, maybe I know. Okay, yeah, I don't want to be morbid, but yeah, one one person didn't make it. The other one, I'm not sure about. The other one, buddies carried him away. Man. Three overdoses. We'll we'll just put it that way. Wow. That was a very scary gig for me. Rest assured, none of that will be happening <laughs> on Elks. August 11th no, at the Elks, at the Elks Theater. Everything's going to well, be good. I don't. I don't know. We can't no, be everyone will survive. Oh, no, at no, least no, he's okay. trained in CPR now. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now he's, he's experienced. He knows what I to do. I will put my mouth on your mouth. We will bring you back. It's going to be okay. Ooh, I'm feeling chest pains now as we speak. Uh, tell me a little bit about your experience with the voice. Ah. Uh, you want the you want the uh, no uh, I, I you can give me the show you're probably sick of talking about it I don't know <laughs> yeah, well yeah well no it's, it's it's there's not much to talk about it was really you know I was signed to a little label in town and um, through the label we finished a record and and it, you know it was uh, what do we do with this record and yeah. what do we do with this guy now we're about to release it so we had a meeting with someone and said I can get you on the voice um, it'd be dumb to do any advertising because you kind of throw your money away in this yeah the industry's over I mean for the most part. Um, so you know, it's, everyone's you getting songs as far for free, as record yeah, sales, and pushing, and things. pushing artists and stuff like that. So, you know, I thought, well, I'll play nice, and they can get me an audition for the Voice. There's no way they'll let me on anyway. Yeah, um, they'll push the record. I'll make them happy. I'm playing nice, and you know, I was very grateful to get on the Voice. And, yeah, and I'm very grateful to be off the Voice as fast as I was. <laughs> it was two months away from my wife and kids, yeah. and you know, for I think a minute and almost two minutes of. Showtime for two months. 
You oh know? wow! So it's just um, to me, I, you know, it's it's real easy to be negative because there's plenty to be negative about. Yeah. Um, but again, we wouldn't be here if I wasn't on the yeah. show because it did kind of bring what I was doing already in the valley. I put out a record. We, Marcus and I were talking about this today. I put out a record a year. Um, you know, I, I've made my living playing all original music for the last ten years in the valley. Nobody does yeah. that. Nobody, nobody, and, and many people can. They just don't. Um, right. I guess I'm dumb enough or whatever, but I just really enjoy writing and I enjoy yeah. playing. So to get on the show, it was such a blessing, and to get off the show um, when I did was honestly where we aimed. My wife and I were talking about it. if we can just get off right after the first round. If yeah. They, after they turn their chairs, let the next one get out of there. Get do you, a good performance and get home. Get some exposure. Get yes. some clips you could use and yeah. spread around. Yeah, get and some, you learn a lot. Yeah, you, know, you, you really do. You walk away with more than than you leave on the table, and you leave a lot on the table. It takes a lot from you. Yeah. It really does. There's there's a huge level of depression when you leave the show um, from everybody that I've talked to. Um, yeah, it's it's huge because you're being catered to for months. Um, you have a whole, you know, you just left your real life, and it's not even near. Yeah. Like a true Hollywood type of thing, but for a struggling musician to have everything handed to you, yeah. you're important. Here's here's wardrobe. Here's this. Here's this. <laughs> here's craft services. You know, I love the food, baby. Like, <laughs> you know, like we're just you pick what you want. Let's do this, and you know, but you know, so that you you but you do bring more home than, than you yeah. leave there, and they they take a lot from you, and they give you a number instead of a name, and yeah. you know, they, they they literally do like oh you're 22, that was my number, so. <laughs> So I was just like, really? I know your name already. Like, why don't yeah. you know mine? Like, dude, we've been here a month. You're going to be gone tomorrow. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I was very aware of that. My generation yeah. was, you know, the whole grunge thing of like us against you. So your, if it's the term, I don't know what they use there, but your class there with the voice. Yeah. What was the age demographics uh, like? Well, let's put it this way. When I showed up in the lobby, um, one of the uh, handlers came up to me and said, where's your, uh, where's your contestant? You're, yeah. Where's your you kid? Must, you must be the... <laughs> You must be the chaperone, you know. And I said, and I just immediately just started laughing. Hold on, I got to call my wife and tell her what just happened. Yeah, like it's just I was the second oldest person on the thing, but I did, would say around eighteen to twenty-seven ish. That obviously helped you to deal with it because as a yes. 18, 19 year old kid being treated like a star and then having yes. to go back and you know and then, sell Slurpees at Seven yes. Eleven when they get cut. Yes, yeah, it was it was very hard. One one of the best performers. Um, and I think he's going to be an amazing songwriter, and he's a nice dude. Got kicked off the show right away, and um, you know, to see him, you know, and I'm an emotional guy. I'll cry. Yeah. I'll cry pretty fast. Like, just show me a dog food commercial. Like, I'm going <laughs> to cry. Um, but like to show him, see him crying. Like, all all one of the judges had to do was put put their arms around him, just be like, "Hey, dude, don't worry. You're 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 a kid. You're you're this yeah. you're this age." And I won't mention the age or, or the kid. Yeah. But like this kid is like he's killing it as we speak. Now the number, you know, the top four, eight, they're not doing as well as this kid is, and they yeah. kicked him off the show way too soon. No judge ever went up, put their arm around him, and said, "Hey, man, like just be aware of where you are, who you are. This is just the beginning, and this is just a TV show. Why can't yeah. they just whisper that in their ear? It's yeah. just a TV show. Like, don't. Hey, there's things were decided by, you know, just it's a big machine here. Yeah. So like. It's it was very it's very easy to be negative that way, but we want ratings. And by the way, yes. these people are talented too. But 
Absolutely. We got we we're selling toilet paper. Yeah, but nobody <laughs> and nobody says that yeah. to where everyone believes it's the other thing. Yeah, you know, all the kids are talking. We're we're gonna be all stars. I'll buy you a guitar. You buy me a guitar. It's gonna be great. We're gonna go on tour together. It's gonna be amazing. And I'm just in the back going, ah, I'm gonna punch yeah. you if you get too close. You know, yeah. but trying to be nice and trying to be, you know, and I'm in the back enough. and in the back of your mind going, and then when this is over, I get to go home with my kids. Well, yes, but at the same time, you believe the lie. Yeah, maybe I am a star. Maybe I maybe well. Well, maybe I'm an amazing vocalist. Maybe yeah. I should stop writing songs and just be a vocal. You, st- you can't help it. You are surrounded by the hype. You are in the land of hype, surrounded by yeah. the hype, and they want you to believe it. So it's this weird thing of like, you're human, dude. Like, maybe, maybe I am the best thing ever. This is pretty yeah. sweet. Like, surrounded keep- by yes people, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes how do you people. keep your feet grounded right. and something like that? Right. You don't. Yeah. You lose it, or you become like really, you know, you you hope for it. And like the way I put it is, there's no. You can't take the good credit and you can't take the bad credit of that show. I was a 40-year-old 40, 40 guy who adopted two kids that makes his living playing original music. That's yeah. a story. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I just a couple of times had to say, you know, don't use my kids that way. As you said, to have yes. your life used as a novelty yeah. is kind of... Yeah. Right. But it is my life. Yeah. It, it is their life is my life. So as long as, it, as, long as we were honest, that was my biggest thing. You know, Got and that's, you. that's what we've always been. That's what I love about this band. Is that we're all very honest with who we are, what we want to do, and when we want to do it. August 11th at the August 11th. <laughs> yeah, and when I, we want to do it. I Try. want to digress a little bit yes, to sure, our sure. previous conversation, and we'll wrap up. Yeah, dead de- de- uh, hell gig, Drew. Oh. What's the worst one for you? Oh man, did it have to do with Anton? Just curious. no, it didn't have to do with Anton. Just oh wait, he's right there. It no, <laughs> it did not have to do with Anton. Although him and I, him and I have shared some pretty close to experiences where we've been playing in places that, yeah. Anyway, but not this place. This place is great. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, w- I was probably a teenager. I was in like a, a rock cover band, and we were playing like Van Halen and, yeah. and, and rock. And our singer was also in a boy group. A four-man, oh, white nice. suit wearing, oh, nice. boys to men style group, oh, and we got nice. misbooked for a party. <laughs> they and were expecting <laughs> boys to men, and we're on there with my headless Eddie Van Halen Steinberger guitar with the whammy bar. You guys want to hear Panama? You know, and the, <laughs> these sixteen-year-old girls are looking at us like, "We don't. What is that? Where's thing? the cute one? Why are you guys not dancing? Why are you dancing?" There's an interesting correlation here. See? Where we play yes. to a different audience. Yeah, yeah see, man, that's I, interesting. No, that's and funny. it was it was very very awkward because <laughs> they were looking at us like we don't know what this is. <laughs> Why are you playing instruments? You should be singing and dancing. Yeah, very uncomfortable. And it was out of town too, and it was just it couldn't have got worse. It was the worst thing ever. So. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. But the best gig, the best gig you guys are playing is. Uh, August 11th. August 11th. Hit it again. Where can folks, uh, time, where they can get tickets. So you can go to the box office at the Elks or just go to the elkstheater.com. And uh, there's a link where it says Walt Richardson and Friends, Blaine Long, Roses Del Rey. And uh, you can click on that and get tickets. Or if you are Facebook friends with me in any capacity or any of the Prescott music groups, I share it all the time. And I always put the link on there. So nice. that it's a direct link to getting tickets and, uh, you know, seating chart. You can pick your seats. We have the balcony open as well nice. as the downstairs. Mm-hmm. But people last year that we waited to open the balcony, they're like, we want the front row of the balcony. The front of the balcony is already sold. But oh, wow. there's still plenty of good balcony yeah. spots. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, there's we have... There's not a bad seat in there's that no place. There's no bad seat. No, it no, is it's such a, it's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. spot. It's man. so beautiful in it's, there. It really know. is. And we get to do a, a cool thing because we get to do original music. We got, you know, Walt Richardson, who's an Arizona yeah. Music Hall of Famer. 
you know we got what we're doing here with the, with this new band mm-hmm. and this new excitement you know we got the cheek tones trio local favorites so we got all of the different elements involved so you know we get to really the get real to celebrate yeah. arizona music it's the real you know? deal yeah now yeah. this is going up again thanks to the folks at uh, Granite Mountain. I'm going to say it wrong, aren't I? Granite no, you're Mountain saying it right. Granite Mountain Brewery. I do the same thing. I feel the same GMB. way. GMB. I say GMB. everything. If you're wrong. cool, you say GMB. <laughs> I've but, said yeah. my own website wrong on more than one occasion. Uh, thanks again for letting us take up space here. You guys are playing here tonight. Tonight, seven yes. to nine. This will yeah. go up. I want to say late tomorrow. So let's flash forward about three or four days. Mm-hmm. What well, else boom. you guys got coming up? Anything as far as, as, far as locally, so, locally, solo stuff uh, as a group, whatever you got, anything you guys want to plug, yeah. plug away. I would say locally is that is the thing on the thirteenth public. I, I, the, What's that? The thing at the courtyard. Yes, that's happening. I just don't know. It's next Friday. But I, I forget if it's a public it's, event or not. Yeah. yeah uh, is that I at think the holiday? It's a thank you for folks. holiday courtyard. Yeah, for yeah. CCJ. We're no, doing then you know what? Even yeah. if it is a private thing, stand out yeah. on that and sidewalk watch, and listen. Or pay the ticket price and come in and you know yeah. donate. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a great, yeah. No, it's a great it's a organization. Very cool organization. But unless I have my there. book in front of me, I don't know. But we got the perch Friday night. We're we're playing as in downtown Chandler. Yep, tomorrow um, night. Um, we go down to anybody that goes to Mexico. We go down to Rocky Point quite a bit. We play at Rex at the Reef. Yeah, the Reef. yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah we're, we um, kind of have a little little home there now. Yeah, I was um, just doing bookings before I came here. So oh, nice. So. Good. When are you there again? Do you know? Yeah, that's a good question. Is it on your website? Yeah, you guys as a trio are doing the yeah, end of August. Yeah, we're doing a trio at the end that's, of August. Yes, yeah, the that's end of August. That's the same time I'm doing the Voila yeah. tour at the, at yeah. the, at oh, the Elks. Nice, with, nice. Uh, yeah, bl- BlaineLong.com is the best way to find out when gotcha. the Roses is yeah. playing. But, um, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, Facebook, all that follow stuff. Follow Drew on Facebook because yeah. he, oh, yeah. uh, he makes yeah. sure everybody knows what's Absolutely. up. And we want to hit again. Uh, BlaineLong.com, BlaineLong Music on both Instagram yep. and Twitter. Yep. Drew Hall Guitar on Instagram. Yes. Marcus Whedon. Marcus Whedon everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Everywhere. yes. And the Marcus website. Marcus Whedon yeah. everywhere. Everything well, is hey, better with yeah. Marcus. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for thank talking you. again August thank 11th you, at the Elks. Links are in the show notes. Appreciate it. Um, I'm going to record a little bit when you guys are playing nice. for my intro and outro. Yeah, man. And we'll link all this stuff up. And again, thanks to the folks at Granite Mountain. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Well, that was it. That was episode 178. Thank you so much to Rosa Del Rey, Blaine Long, Marcus Whedon, and Drew Hall for sitting down and talking to me at Granite Mountain Brewing. And thank you also to any of you who may have felt the need, as we said in our intro, to contact our anti-sponsor, Geico who is wasting your money and wasting my time, call Nico Turi at 480-225-5633. Again, Nico Turi. Let him know how you feel at 480-225-5633 or email him at nturi at geico.com. Thanks for tuning in. Check out milehighshow.com. Use that Amazon link to pick up Rosas Del Rey's uh, release, Uno. And go to PrescottElksTheater.com for tickets for their show on August 11th. And uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm a finger gun killer. I got my finger guns. I'm a finger gun killer. I got my finger guns.